What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of Brunch Money. Today I'm back with a special whole uh, guest. Sorry, uh, we're the host. But I'm here with my boys. I'm here with Mr. Stanley, Mr. Maratona, and myself, Manar. And we're back with a interesting subject today for students. Most importantly, international students that are coming to Canada and trying to do some university work. So we have today with us a graduating student, an international student from uh, Canada, Quebec. Uh, we're not going to precise what university, just for privacy sakes. But today we have Stephanie was with us. Uh, hi, Stephanie. How are you? Hey, Monar. I'm good. And you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. So uh, this is her first podcast. So thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Stephanie, just tell us about yourself, just from where you came to Canada. What did you study and what like, uh, how was it like getting introduced to the Canadian education system? Uh, so, well, first I graduated three years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I started my university journey, I'll say back in 2013. Um, so yeah, um, it was more like a, not choice, it, it was already set up that I, I will be coming uh, to Canada, so it was either uh, Canada or my uh, current, um, my, my home country, mm -hmm. but um, I think given that my home co country um, safety was not uh, the best so the choice was clear that we want to come to Canada and special because I do have um, a family friends uh, that are here so they will support uh, us uh, joining um, uh, Canada mm -hmm. um, in terms of education um, what exactly you want to know about it? There's yeah. so many things to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a broad subject. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, mm -hmm. more like, so how, how did it work? You, you finish high school back in your country and then you applied for uh, college in Canada. Is that correct? Yeah, well, uh, before, because the system in Panama is more, uh, we start in March, uh, the school period, and we finish in December, right? Okay. So we technically okay. have this like six months period where, you know, question mark, question mark. Uh, mm -hmm. So I did start uh, the applications. I think the usual thing is like in October, right? So be before mm -hmm. the year end uh, for my school period, I start applying. Uh, but there were a lot of... Um, a lot of things being an international and uh, not talking like the the language you're you know supposed to do this uh, English test and um, well I think that was the main thing some other um, universities uh, in the US will ask for the SAT uh, but for right. Canada it was mostly just the English you know proficiency test and from there it's just the usual um, submission of the papers I know mm -hmm. that in Toronto, I don't know about Montreal, uh, that you have like a direct system where you technically you just put, okay, uh, you know, I wanted to go to you, this university, so you don't have paperwork to fill out. But yeah, I don't know if that's the case. I'm not really sure okay. about that. We're not sure. None of us are international students. So one of my questions that I have to you is that 
when you were in high school, so I said you're, you're, you said you're from Panama, so I believe in Panama you guys speak Spanish, correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And did you do your high school in Spanish and then you had to learn English when you came here or you know some English before moving to uh, to university abroad, like in Canada? Right. So uh, specifically my um, high school was bilingual, but uh, they say bilingual, but you know, you are lacking a lot in terms of English and in terms of like fluency and all that. Uh, but of course, like the grammar and everything, it was, you know, a, a spirit book. But really, uh, talking and and trying to follow it's it's a whole different story. But yeah, like doing tests and all that was fine. It's, it was just like getting there and start talking fluently was uh, the mm -hmm. issue. Yeah. I have so a question. You, 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 Wait, you uh, sorry about that. Uh, so me, I went to high school in French, and then the rest of my education I did it in uh, in English. Uh, so basically all the terms about like physics, chemistry, mathematics, all of these, I had to translate them. And honestly, the first semester, first year, I had a bit of difficulties. Uh, how about you, like from Spanish to English, uh, did you see any like, uh, you had to adapt yourself, you had to like, uh, get used to it? Or were you like, ready to go and like, just you didn't have any, any Are you any kidding struggles? me? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not serious, like, in, especially in chemistry. Especially in chemistry, uh, like, uh, like chemistry? the yeah, like the uh, chemical like components, like, uh, uh, like hydrogen. Well, hydrogen is the same, but like helium or anything like anything in the periodic table, I had some difficulty because the the translation from French to English was completely different word. Well, so nitrogen is different. Yeah, nitri yeah, nitrogen. nitrogen. Uh, you have also azot. yeah, azot, azot for in French. It's nitrogen in English. You have. Uh, other word like uh, gold, AR, completely different. Like it's AU in uh, English, AU, in, uh, AU on the table. But so just wondering for you, like, especially in physics and like the scientific and technical terms, did you have any difficulties switching to English? Uh, honestly, uh, mm -hmm. no. Okay. So basically, uh, all the sciences in Panama, we will do it mostly in English. So biology, chemistry. Okay it's all english uh now yeah for sure math uh, calculus uh geometry all that was in spanish but at that point it's just numbers right like uh, it, it's a little bit different so i thought you were talking more about uh talking the daily uh the daily conversation no 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 because like in okay. french we had like a, you know velocity speed and like uh uh yeah velocity and speed in French, it's completely different words. So, like, in first class in CJEP, when I went, and he said, oh, velocity, I was like, what's velocity? And he said, oh, it's speed. But then there was two formula, one for speed and one for velocity. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, velocity is vitesse, but vitesse in French is speed. So I was just wondering about the technical terms in, in particular. And, yeah, so you said uh, you came to Toronto, right? Right. Yeah, so you didn't have to do, apply for the French test. French test is only for Quebec, correct? Uh, I, as an international student, even when I transfer, I don't think they asked for, friend. well, I applied to an English university as well, mm -hmm. uh, but, um, yeah, they didn't ask for any French test. Maybe, I don't okay. know if it's in a CEGEP or a different, um, French university, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. I see. Uh, Stanley. So you said you started in, in uh, in Toronto. So what, what happened? So basically you, 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 did you... Uh, start university in Toronto, then you transfer to another university in Canada, or what, what was your process applying from high school Panama to to you getting to university here in Canada? 
Yeah, tell us about like the paperwork, everything that you've done. Did you have to apply for like a sort of visa or like the whole process? Not paperwork, but more like the uh, just like in broad lines, the process, so that people who are international students, they they uh, they expect what to do. Right. Okay. So it has been a little long year now, so I will try to dig back. Um, you got this. We'll believe. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're talking. I don't know, seven years. Well, maybe nine years, I don't know. It's anyway, it has long. been long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think one of the biggest thing, um, again, it was the preparation for uh, the TOEFL. So in Panama, back in the days, I, there was not that many um, centers that offered this like English test, and that was one of the toughest one. And I don't know if you ever did every sort of like English test, but it, from my understanding, TOEFL is one of the hardest ones. There's like um, ELITS and then there's others that are Canadian, which are easier. Uh, mm. But yeah, getting into the TOEFL, uh, there was a lot of like preparation. Uh, you know, they have, I think, four sections of speaking, writing, and, and very critical thinking questions that even I feel people that will understand English is not as straightforward. It's not like, oh, do you know how to you know, uh, speak English. And that is one of the main, I think, struggles that I had um, in preparing like the paperwork and all that. Now, the second part was about um, paperwork. So I, I, I don't know if uh, you're familiar with this, but they will ask you questions about like, uh, I don't know, it's I, I think it was something in between the lines of oh, like, uh, what do you uh, expect like what are your um, I don't know if it's uh, experiences volunteering like all these extracurricular things and uh, like what makes you a good fit for the university oh, me eight, 18 years old I'm like I don't know what the hell I'm gonna write here you know yeah. anyway so uh, there's that part and well there's also like the grades part um, but everything needs to be translated. Um, so basically, because it is, of course, uh, English university, they will only accept um, it's like a, a certified a tra a translation. Um, but yeah, I think that were the main lines. Oh, very important, the visa. So I was not sure in terms of timeline what was the correct uh, thing, but um, I think it was you get oh yes i remember this so i submit the papers um i don't know i think it was october so it was like december january february march i heard nothing from the university and i think um it was like late may when i got like oh you have been accepted and all that and then i have to well, i was not in panama so i have to rush back uh, to panama to uh prepare the visa oh yeah that's it so after actual like getting the, the the okay from the university i think you use that to apply, apply for the student visa and get all the paperwork to be ready in uh in um in september but interesting, yeah interesting and uh mm -hmm. just uh, out of curiosity do you think the visa uh, was made easier for you because you applied as a student or or did like if, if let's say you didn't have uh, the student uh, category in the visa would it have been more difficult for you or as if since you were a student they, they made it they facilitated for you right so i think there are two aspects to that so yes first of course if you're going to study for sure it's going to be easier to get the visa mm -hmm. but uh on my case i also had the u.s visa 
oh, at that okay. point. So yeah, it, I think it's like easier, you know, <laughs> for sure, even easier. Yeah. Yeah. And did the university help with the visa or like they were like, oh, you're on your own. You do it. We just we accepted you. But for the visa, you're on your own. No. Yeah, you are on your own. There might be some like in the website of the university, some guidelines. But really, at that point, um, you're on your own uh, and even figuring it out to get there, you know, and the housing and all that. It's well, in my case, it was kind of on my own. Okay. Um, yeah, I see. I see. All right. All right. So for you, um, deciding to go to university here in Canada, what was your thought process? Like, why did you decide on Canada instead of, for example, United States or other countries? Because you came from Panama, and I think um, I, I'm not sure, but in my mind, like someone who is from Panama would not think like the first their first idea was not to go to university in Canada. I might be wrong, but like for you why did you decide on coming here i think you mentioned that you had some family friends here but um specifically like was there anything that attracted you to come here right so yeah i i think the top two choices are either united states or canada and but yeah one thing is what it, it was that um i have visited canada before so i have uh, i think i came to um Toronto like once and then Vancouver once so I I like Canada and also it's because well I always uh, I don't know if it's um uh, I always thought um US was a little bit crazy for me like too much going on <laughs> so then I would be like okay a calmer country perfect Canada you know uh so it was there was not really like a a moment where I said oh I I'm going to choose Canada I think it was always in the back of my head and uh, yeah, my parents always feed me like, oh, you know, Canada is, is a nice country and all that. So it was kind of like there already. It was mm. not like, oh, you know what? This mm. is what I'm gonna yeah choose. Okay. So, when, so when, when you applied, yeah, when you applied to um to university, did you apply to many universities across the country, or you you decided on like, okay, those universities have a better chance to getting in, so I'm just gonna apply to those universities. Like, how does it work coming from international student because here in Canada I think for me Manar and Maratona was pretty easy we applied to the university that was in our city and mm -hmm. we just went to those schools and for you it's a different process you don't live there so the choice you have like a much broader choice you have a, you could go anywhere in the country so what made you decide um, so how, how, how did you filter out which school you're going to apply to which school you're not going to apply to which program you're going to apply to and stuff like that Okay, so let's start with the, the program part. Um, from my high school, um, for your, your last three years, you choose either uh, if you want to uh, do something related to commerce, to science, or to, um, they call it um, letters, which I think it's like law lawyer stuff and, you know, like yeah, that like side. linguistics, uh, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. So it was clear to me that I for sure wanted something related to science. So I, I was always, um, I, I like the, you know, the, the math part and all that. So that was pretty straightforward. And in the, in, in the, in my high school, they have this, um, test where you, they kind of check your aptitudes and like, what are you good at? And you know, all that. And they will kind of show you like, oh, the top three or I don't know, I think it was five careers that you could um, pick. And yeah, one of them were was engineering and 
in my head I was like okay engineering is you know um, what uh, I wanted so that's for career now for universities uh, especially being the first uh, like generation uh, I guess achieving you know a uh, high um, education high, high education, education. Yeah, thank yeah. you <laughs> yeah exactly uh, it was very difficult to do the search because you have you know no one to ask um, I think at that point I did some sort of like oh like uh, you know universities in Toronto and I, I don't think that there were that many at least in the Tor Toronto area, right? Okay. Um, so I think I, out of three or four that I knew, I, I think I submitted to like two universities. Um, and it was like just, you know, all paperwork, you know? <laughs> so I'll right. just apply. Um, and they did ask, you know, for the top three uh, choices. And at that point, yeah, I, it was a process of elimination. I was like, well, do I, you know, um, do I want to do, I don't, electrical, I think. Like, it was some sort of like, yeah. Oh, so, you, so, so you mean, so you mean uh, choices for the, the program choices in the university, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they do have this list and then you go through it and, and read, okay, do, and then I will imagine, do I see myself doing this? And I was like, uh, maybe not, you know? So then it's like some sort of like elimination process and then come up with three and yeah, that was so basically So a lot it. of paperwork, a lot of research about different programs and uh, then you just, did you like, for your decision, did you like say, okay, any mini money more I choose you or like, did you have like, Oh, I want to have a nice city that's popular. I want to have like uh, a good school that's like have good teachers and like uh, good courses. Or did you like choose? I want to go to Canada and this school is good enough. Let's go here. I think there was for sure some sort of like top <laughs> top ten Canadian <laughs> I don't know yeah. universities at some point. I I get during it, my like, research. I I get it, but like. Most people that are international, uh, so well, most people that are international probably go to McGill because they have the name, you know. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. Or like McGill is super popular here in international. There's mm. a lot of people from Middle East, uh, from Asia, from Europe, from everywhere that come to McGill because like it's considered the Canadian Harvard. Mm. Uh, so, for you to come to Toronto, like I find it like, I mean it's maybe different but is it because you had the your family friends that were here or did you like like the programs better or was it an easier process right so i think like within like canada there was never like a question mark on the province it was always okay. going to be uh toronto so at that point you know there was no question mark um but yeah when when i decided to transfer to montreal Actually, I was trying to, of course, I didn't want to start uh, from zero, so I wanted to be in a university where I could transfer my credit and finish, you know, my degree. Mm -hmm. Now, what happened was that um, I I think from my research back in the days, only um, the university that where I graduated was the only one that had the industrial um, engineering degree at that point. And even right now, I think McGill doesn't have this industrial engineering uh, degree yet that again process of elimination it was the only option i got to be honest so yeah that's why i chose 
uh, that university. I see, I see. Cool, 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 cool. I see. Any regrets? <laughs> um, there were at some point, okay. uh, because it was harsh to come to a French-speaking <laughs> sure, uh, city, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, province, yeah. And but right now, no, I think it, it was fine. And and really, the the styles with for my my university in Toronto and and Concordia is it's oh well, it's different. It's um their teaching skills. Uh, I think it's 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 different. Like in Toronto, mm -hmm. uh, they will be more theoretical. It's a lot of um you know books chapters that you cover but then in concordia it's a lot more hands-on they do have a, a, a good like 50 50 and they don't overwhelm the student uh with you know chapters that you just need to feed and, and finish you know it's more they care about the experimental part and that's something i realized from you know these two universities yeah okay we <laughs> i thought we were not gonna say university names but yeah i know <laughs> well but i mean too late so if you're going to concordia uh we have an international student from it or if you're going to mcgill uh, we have uh, some other people from it uh but yeah uh concordia is a a less popular university compared to its sister mcgill in montreal <laughs> there's always but, a beef between both of them <laughs> like the main pages always, and stuff there's always fights between like not actual fights but like big like, hates yeah like joking fights on on like social media and other things like that but i mean if you have the opportunity to come to concordia miguel i think especially montreal like it's a beautiful city and like you won't regret it that's for sure yeah it's, it's very uh it's very calling and there's a lot of things to do when toronto as well but how, so far how do you find it the um student life that you have did you like, meet a lot of people um when you came to toronto and like are the friends that you have right now like are you really close to them right so, so some, yeah yeah uh no well something about me i'm not this uh party animal person anyway <laughs> uh, <laughs> So um, in Toronto, student life, I, I don't know if it was because I just came out from, you know, high school and my mentality back in the days was, you know, study, 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 study. Mm -hmm. uh, I will literally like almost have no social life. Like my social life will be, you know, let's go to the library, let's go and study for, you know, uh, exams, let's go and, you know, student groups and, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, while when I came to uh, Montreal, it, I, I don't know if it was a switch or it was just the vibe or it was, you know, like the place, but um, it was, although it was difficult at the beginning, um, after a couple of times, uh, after time passed, it was, I felt I was more connected to the like to the um, social events and student life and I will be joining conferences and all that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I didn't, sadly, I didn't uh, explore um, Toronto's student life. But when I was in, in Montreal, I got the chance to do a bit of that. And it, that was actually fun. So that's something when I look back, I would be like, oh, maybe I missed, you know, uh, a little bit of the student life um, back then. Yeah. That's okay. Like everyone has like their own way of like um, enjoying the moment. Because I remember when I was like studying back in Switzerland, there was people that were traveling all over like the country around it. There was people that were chilling with 
other people in their dorms and there was people who were studying. So you have there's a type of like every student for every like international uh, international student. I mean, so as long as you don't regret the decision, I mean, that's it. You're good to go. Perfect, perfect. And I think so. Oh, yeah, I think I have a yeah. I think a very important question for anyone who is international. You know, a lot of students um, they they come from abroad, come to Canada. And after that, they, I think a lot of students want to stay afterwards when they're done their, their studies. For example, I think you're still here in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. I was just wondering, so what, um, what kind of visas do you have once you're done graduating school? Like how long can you stay in this country without any like uh, restrictions and stuff like that? Like how does it work once you graduate? Because I think the study permit is good until you graduate, but after you, want, you graduate, what are, what are the, uh, the items that you have if you want to stay in the country? Right, so I would not be able to answer this 100% accurately. I changed like my status, the resident status uh, before I graduated. But from what I hear from some of uh, you know my friends, they do have like, a, I don't know if they call it like a grace period or something like that, where I, I think they have six months to um, uh, look for jobs. Uh, but uh, for sure, if you're planning to stay longer, um, you have to apply for a work permit um, and, and be able, you know, to, to well, work here. Uh, I don't have all the details. I didn't go through the process, but I know that that is a very, um, not tedious, but yeah, you have to make sure like you have uh, work in order to apply for work visa. So it's, um, it's, it's kind of difficult. And if you don't have, uh, I think, a job in place, um, then it's, uh, yeah, it becomes difficult for you to get a, a work permit uh, and stay here. Mm -hmm. So your your situation is kind of more unique compared to uh, the other international students, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I got a residency. Yeah, residency. Yeah, I think that's it. Is it something that anyone can get or because you had like other special circumstances that you were able to change your your residency status? Is it something that any students, any international students can change their, uh, could change their um, residence status or because you you had more an exception. Let's say, for yeah. example, if I was international student coming from, for example, I don't know, like China, um, I come here, I study four years in university, I'm done, I'm graduating. Is it possible for me to switch my 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 residency status, or it's something that was particular to you? So my case was a personal uh, case. It's not related to the usual uh, resi residency uh, process. But um, there, there is, especially in Quebec, um, they have a program. I think it's Selection uh, du Quebec or uh, something mm. in between those lines where um, basically uh, you can score for points. Basically, um, it's either, you know, you study here, you know the language, and, and you start scoring points. Um, once you reach a certain level and, or number of points, you can submit your... Uh, application and I heard that's a, a, a easier way to apply for um, resident uh, yeah residency and this is something that I think a lot of um, students do mm -hmm. so they as long as they you know reach out all the criteria I would say you are eligible to apply um, 
for uh, residency. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like uh, you're absolutely right about what you say. Like if students uh, switch their uh, study visa to permanent resident, I have a lot of Arabic students, uh, friends, and uh, engineering as well that they came on with a resident visa. They got multiple internships, and then at the end of their studies, uh, they try uh, they were able to secure a job and. The uh, becoming permanent resident was a lot easier than uh, if they were just a student without a job, because with a job you are able to like show that you are actually working, you're developing to the Canadian uh, society and all of this. So it's you're absolutely right that per if going from student to worker to permanent resident, it's a lot easier than going from student to permanent resident, like you said. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh, and I forgot to mention, sorry, yep. just one thing, because with this criteria, I I believe it, it, it has to be a set of jobs. It's not like any job and you can apply for it. Yep. So you have to have a specific uh, a profession or, you know, criteria. Yeah, I in think order it has to, to be related to your studies, something like this, at least somehow related. Like you can go and have like a customer service job, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I, I believe if you are a student and usually if you have a student visa, I think you're allowed to work 20 hours per week, something like that. There's uh, a, yeah. You yeah. don't have a work visa, so that's why you can work less. Uh, but for students, especially during internship, they will allow you to work uh, 40 hours, if not more, mm -hmm. per week. So you can uh, yeah, be able to do uh, your university work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have actually one more question related to like a bit of comparison between your old school like Panama and Canada. Uh, so you, I'm pretty sure you have friends still in Panama that you talk to and they are in university, correct? Yep. Perfect. And would you say that if you stayed in Panama, you would have had a more difficult uh, university like course? <laughs> not, not courses like... like yeah, I know. What compared you mean. to Canada, like from A to Z, would it have been easier or harder? Like, how was like compared to Panama the the difficulty of schooling? Okay, so in my personal opinion, mm -hmm. I would think Canadian like okay, it's a little bit strong, but anyway, ca Canadian education system to me is easier. Uh, <laughs> wow. Than in Panama, <laughs> I, I didn't go through the exact same, uh, let's say, milestones. Mm -hmm. um, but back in Panama, the the way it works is that, um, well, I, I don't know if how how Montreal is, but basically we'll have like ten or twelve courses throughout the year, and we'll have to work through it, like and and. and manage the, the 12 of them or uh, you know for the full year with the full exams wait, and wait. everything sorry wait 12 courses in two semesters or are you talking uh, from university? march to december oh no okay so so it's high school now okay okay because uh, yeah, i was like school. 12 courses university <laughs> fall or winter i'm like oof six courses no, 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 a semester no, no. Bro. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's uh, it's uh, high school, right? But I, I know here you kind of do like maybe four, four, uh, like in, um, in one semester and four in another one, something like that. So that's high school. Uh, for univer uh, university, I yes, I like I understand it's it's they cover a lot, but mm -hmm. at the same time when I was comparing it with my friends and I will talk with them you know sometimes like oh you know I'm studying uh, maybe sometimes it's the same thing industrial engineering um, they have a lot more it's still it's like a more school 
setup, you know, where you have like homework and you'll have this and that and you have to uh, send assignments, you know, but in here, I felt it was you're totally kind of on your own, like, okay, um, yes, you, you could attend uh, lectures or you could not attend lectures. Uh, it's, it's very flexible in that way, but I, I remember even like in Panama, you were, like, you were um, they were taking attendance, you know? And oh, wow. That's <laughs> disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I, I, I don't know if that's like more hardcore, but I mean, it's, yeah. Listen, it's... Stephanie, you know me. I mean, look, if, if attendance would have been part of the grade, I would probably fail all my classes because I'm more read the book, understand, watch some YouTube videos. But if attendance was put into the, the equation, my grade will drop way below or lower so it is more Dude, but you're like you're paying okay you're paying to sit in there and listen yeah, so man. i mean uh, true, I, think, true. I think you're just paying i think you're just paying for the uh the piece of paper that comes at the I, end of it that that's yeah. all, all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that too but yeah it's the whole experience you know mm -hmm. but yeah I think like Denmark is like the only place where you you actually get paid to go to school. If I remember properly, the, my friend told me that you were getting about like a thousand or thousand five canes per month to go to school. That's, they pay you to go to school. They, they pay you to go to school. So that's, how does that even work? In, why why Denmark? Yeah. Why did Denmark go to study at Denmark then? <laughs> but Denmark, the thing is, you're pretty much taxed on, on like fifty percent on pretty much anything, yeah. and so that's why they have that uh, that much fund available to pay the students and everything. But you do get paid to go to school, which is oh, pretty that's... amazing. There's some yeah, people that just amazing. do like two or three bachelors and you get you still get money. <laughs> <laughs> Legit, it's good life. Yeah, you just like take one course for like all your life and just take the money. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if people can abuse the system, but I mean, eventually, I think you have to work. But uh, I mean, it's pretty surprising, though. Not, not, not if you do like ten PhDs. Wow, <laughs> that's actually that's, that's the thing. Though. I did see that on YouTube once, or on the internet, someone had like what was the maximum, like six, seven PhD or something. It, it's a true story. Time, man. You can just do like yeah. Is yeah, that only for nationals, but, uh, like uh, people in I Denmark? Think I don't think so. Because you have to pay tax. Uh, yeah, yeah. And right. if you're international, yeah. you're probably pay not paying tax. I think. I'm not sure. Well, I think don't you're paying me on that. I don't. I don't, think, I don't hear any international students going to Denmark for school yeah, unless for true. like exchange, like exchange experience. But I don't think anyone would go to Denmark mm -hmm. for schooling. Mm -hmm. If I'm not wrong. I mean, yeah, it's pretty underrated country. People will be like, "Oh, I want to go to Paris. I want to go to England." Yeah. But Denmark is amazing, though. Like, it did is. you see what they do with their prisoners over there? They're actually living in like a secluded island, and then like all the um, how yeah. do you say all the prisoners, they live like a normal life. They mm -hmm. they don't stay in prisons. They just stay on that island, and then they can do their activities. They don't have to be in cells or whatsoever, Bro, and they just you. get rehabbed to the uh, like how do you say to the society, and they get back eventually. Let's say they have like a parole twenty five or fifty years or whatsoever. After they get back, they can re come back to society and they get included. The I mean, the Scandinavian countries are doing something good, man. <laughs> yo, they yeah everything like yeah. Like, like even electric cars and like everything is like done properly. But yeah. we're we're getting going out of subject, getting out of subject right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> gotta come well, back. Well, uh, do you have any more uh, thoughts last for uh, for us? Last, last words, words yeah. for us. Uh, Bless Stephanie? us. Come on. 
Give us some wisdom. Any uh, suggestions for people that want to come to Panama to Canada? Do you have anything to tell them? Or just international students? Yeah. Should you do it? Don't put me in the spot like that. We have to, bro. You're you're, you're the expert of the subject. (laughs) Well, I don't. All right. So last last words. Just is going to the country to study worth it? definitely i would say yes like did you love your experience yeah it's not only the degree honestly that is yeah i guess the end goal you know or the goal but the things that you learn moving into a new country the things you learn from a new culture the things you learn from like all the different little milestones that you have to go through in order to get a degree that's experience you won't get well uh, anywhere else like you have to go through this path and and see the different things and experience it in order to to grow and and i i feel like that is what i i sign up for you know i am not the same person from i don't know seven years ago oh yeah dude it's, it's like a like, it's a rich it's... luggage that you get from um, getting to do all of that, that that like she said if you were to stay in your own country and and be the status quo and not do anything um you won't get the same experience that's going to open more um the world to you so mm-hmm. it's a very good choice that you made like i applaud to that for you yeah. i think because we, we were just very interested to uh to hear your point of view because all three of us we grew up in the same uh, same city actually and went to school the same city and we still live in the same city so <laughs> our point of view is a bit different from yours because all we have experience is pretty like from traveling but that's it we never fully emerged uh, lived, into a culture em- like like we never got immersion to well Marzana did. He did a student exchange, but like I said, that was six months. It's not like a full five, four, six years. Like compared to to her, totally because she your got life. to to. Yeah, so I think for 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 us, it was uh, very. Um, our our mind where it was uh, I mean more open. We mm-hmm. we learned a lot more mm-hmm. hearing from you from your experience, sure. and we appreciate your um, your participation in our uh, in our episode today. Thank you so I much. I think we're uh, our listeners. If we have any, <laughs> well, <I appreciate>. <laughs> <laughs> we're still starting, but uh, our IG page is up. So if I like yeah, drop yeah, by, yeah, and we'll appreciate what you, you, your point of view as well. So uh, thank you very much for uh, for being here today, um, taking your time to discuss with us, and uh, I hope that you get to enjoy country a bit more or a lot more. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'd thank you very much. Days. Oh, thank you. It was not as bad as I expected. So. Good. We're happy. We're professionals. Don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, Steph. Stephanie, thank you so much. Really appreciate you coming over and sharing your experience as an international student here in Montreal. Uh, if you enjoyed it, people, go ahead and drop a like down below. Our Instagram page will be also down below. So go ahead and follow us. Uh, we post on almost almost weekly. So you can get like behind the scene the, the content as well. Um, brunch, mu- brunch Money Official. Brunch Money Official. <laughs> at Brunch Money Official. If yeah, you have any questions, right. post it down below as well. Give us a nice rating, a nice like, and follow us. You know, the whole good things. But yeah. <laughs> 
thank you so just much. a big thank you for taking a bit of part time of your sunday to listen to us or any time of day if you're driving thank you so much any listen is uh, very appreciated yep definitely all right see you next care. week see yes. you next week bye peace